Welcome to the Belize Babes podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Danelle. And we are two business-minded mamas talking about entrepreneurship, motherhood, healing, and growth. Our goal for this podcast is to get you to believe in yourself, reach your full potential, and create the life you've always wanted. You guys are in for a treat today. We are sitting down with Lexi Buller. Hey, you guys. And for those of you that don't know Lexi, let me tell you a little about this girl. Lexi, in my opinion, is hands down the most talented microblading artist out there. Lexi has worked in the aesthetics industry, certified in oncology aesthetics for five years. She's a 10 times certified permanent makeup artist. She teaches not only in-person and beginner in-person beginner and advanced permanent makeup classes in her Buller Aesthetics studio in St. George, Utah, but she also has her own online training of almost 400 members who she is constantly educating and encouraging. Lexi successfully launched her own permanent makeup product line this last year, which also, in my opinion, is the best product line there is um, for permanent makeup artists, at least. And on top of that, you guys, Lexi is also an amazing mama to her adorable three-year-old little boy crew. He's so cute. You guys, <laughs> thank so you. So freaking nice. And let's just talk about your age. How old are you? <laughs> like I'm real 25. Life. Okay, you are accomplishing so much. You guys it, are like, so nice. Some like 40-year-old people are just starting out at where you're at now, and you're 25, and you're kicking ass. Hey, well, thanks. I'm going to keep you guys around more. I feel like all weekend you've been hyping me up. <laughs> you're my hype team. I love this. Like, it's really not that hard. We're like, I'm like reading this. I'm all, wait. Melissa, actually, I'm reading this. We're going through your intro, and Melissa's like, how old is she? And I'm like, the girlfriend's 25. Like, <laughs> You guys are awesome. You're incredible. She's a badass. Well, thank you. You're making me feel really good. So, Well, you should feel really good. <laughs> you should. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for supporting me. Yes. Always. Well, we are excited to talk with you about some of the things that have led you into your business ventures. Yes, I am excited. I am so excited for this opportunity. You guys are so sweet to let me do this, and... I think it's gonna be fun so perfect okay so let's get started so when we decided to interview we interview you for our podcast we decided to do so because you are such an influence in the industry so first off we want to know um, what advice you have to all the people out there who are thinking about going into the permanent makeup industry and what would you tell them well first of all this industry is literally the best industry in the whole world in my opinion I feel like there are so many different avenues that you can take with it. It's so much fun, it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, you can make a great income, um, all the things. So I think for someone coming in, get ready for a wild ride. It's really exciting, but also it takes a lot of work. You cannot come in with the mindset that you are going to just go straight to the top and have this full clientele the second that you you know, graduate from your three-day course. It's going to be something that you have to be in for the long haul, in my opinion. You have to have grit and know you're gonna have to practice and stay up late and you know do some brows for free on your family and your friends otherwise you'll be disappointed when you find out oh wait this is actually hard this takes a lot of work so I think if you come in with the mindset of knowing that it's gonna take a lot of work and maybe give yourself like a at least a year to get you know your feet on the ground and knowing what you're doing then you'll do a lot better yeah for sure Sometimes in the industry, I feel like with my students, I always take time during their classes to explain to them that the, I mean, it's a lucrative industry and the yes. amount of money you can make hourly doing permanent makeup is very impressive. So I try to compare it to like them going to college or school or taking out student loans to make that amount hourly in another field. It's going to take time and practice, yes. but I think there's a misconception that because it's this three-day training or two-day training or right. you start out getting certified, that you should just start out being a master. Yes. No, totally. I think a lot of people expect that, and especially, you know, you think that you'll be able to learn it, the skill in a day or two, but really it's an art, so it's going to take you. It's going to take you a minute. But it's going to be worth it. It'll be so worth it. And yeah. I've watched you. I've followed you for years now. And I, you practice all the time. Yes. Yes. I think that people 
people get too relaxed and they think that, okay, I shouldn't be practicing anymore or I have a full clientele, but I do try to practice as much as I can. I should practice more too. But I do think that if you go in with the mindset, okay, I have to practice just like anything. You start out as a beginner of anything and then you'll just get better and better. Yeah. It's so important in any industry, like especially the beauty industry, everything that we do is an art. And I feel like it's almost like when you ride a bike, of course it's easy to get back on, but like, you're also like, holy shit, I haven't done this in a while. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, and it's hard. And right. it's hard to get back into it. So, I and I also think, like, no matter how good you feel you are, you always are learning yeah. new things. Always. Well, the beauty industry is evolving at a pace it never has. Yeah. And with you, you just, so Melissa just went back to doing hair behind the chair. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of this learning curve. Like, you talk about, like, going back into the industry after stepping out for a minute. Like, yeah. It's, like it's half kinda... highlights take me way longer than this I've been doing it <laughs> yeah. for like 11, 12 years. And just because I stopped doing it for like a year to a year and a half, I'm like, it takes me four hours to do a half highlight instead of two. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yes. oh my but gosh. I also have to realize like I have to get, like I'm starting fresh. Yes. Right, and I have right. to give myself like that grace mm-hmm. period. Of totally. Learning again. Totally. And it's okay. Think it's like advancing so quickly. Yeah. The industry yeah. for makeup. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of go-getters in the industry who really want to make it better. I mean, when I came into the industry um, three years ago, I feel like the product, you know, there there was product, but now I feel like even more so people have a lot more knowledge behind the product with the science and the tools that are best. And so I think that people are just wanting to make it the best it can possibly be. They're finding problems with certain things, and so they want to create solutions. And I think that's awesome. That's why I think the industry is successful right now and so many people are wanting to join because they see that they see people being successful but it's because of the people who are trying to make it better yes you know I love that so one thing that comes to mind when you talk about the people trying to make it better so when I first came into the industry it was about the same time as you and I took a two-day course maybe it was three days either way it was a big group it was I didn't feel like I had a ton of confidence leaving but wasn't necessarily due to the trainer. It was just due to like the fact that it was what it was. We only knew what we knew when we started. So yeah, everyone's right. using iron oxide. No one knew to hold their pen at 90 degrees. You know, all that thing. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think I went out into the industry and I was lost. Like I felt so lost. And so then when I... Well, I, anyway, I found myself lost. I felt like I didn't know what to do. I was YouTubing everything. I was on Instagram trying to find healed work, trying to ask questions to people. And it felt like there were a lot of people who, in my opinion, sometimes hoarded information or knowledge yeah, totally, totally. based on like their, they were getting good results, but didn't want other people to, or, and I really am attracted to those that have an abundant mindset. And I feel like out of anyone in the industry right now, Lexi, you have such an abundant mindset. Like it's the more you, you are like helping others and their craft and lifting them, the more successful you've become. And you're such a testament to that, like, you know, that rise while lifting others. And I like leading into the next thing me and Melissa are like so amazed by is your online training that you created. So tell us where you were at in your journey that made you want to do something like that for the industry. Yeah, so I mean, I appreciate the compliment. I mean, I feel like I used to not be an abundant mindset person. Um, I definitely had more of a lack mindset. You know, when I started, there were some really great girls in the area who I definitely, you know, we were kind of neck and neck, or I would have someone cancel with me and go to them. And so I feel like I had a really lack mindset for a while, and people did hoard the information. I think that that was kind of the culture in the industry at the time. And that really bothered me over time because I'm like, hey, I want to have friends in this industry. I want to be able to share stuff. And the people who would share with me, I always appreciated and looked up to them. Totally. And totally respected them. And so it started to give me this different mindset um, as I started to train and help people. Uh, It it never took away from me. And of course, I started to do more self-development with like books and podcasts and learning. Oh, wait, there's plenty for everybody to go around. And um, you know, the more you share, just like you said, then the more you grow, the more you can help people, the more you feel fulfilled. So it came to a point where people were asking me to, you know, either do like shadow days or advanced trainings. And, um, 
Instagram is awesome because you can reach so many people, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. everywhere. I love Instagram so much. Um, But I wanted to be able to do a course online where I could give continuing education that was really convenient. You know, you're a busy mom or you're in college or I don't know. We all have busy lives as women and men who are in the industry. So I wanted to be able to do something that's convenient where you could do it at the comfort of your own home and then also affordable because there's a lot of trainings out there that can be super expensive. So that's where the idea blossomed. Um, it's actually my husband's idea. He was like, let's do a subscription platform where you know you pay monthly, but you get a lot of education. Um, and so that's how we decided to set it up and I'm so glad that we did because it's only 50 bucks a month. You get two videos and a webinar and then the support group. So I wanted to create a safe space for artists to come on and be able to share their feelings and be vulnerable and get feedback, but like loving feedback, you know, Mm because you see those groups like in the industry that people are tearing each other apart or it's nasty. It's terrible. So I didn't want that for my group. I like, I'll put a cut to that. I'll, I'll delete anybody who's like that, but I feel like we've been able to create a culture that everybody is loving and uplifting and we all know, hey, we're not perfect. Nobody knows everything. We can all help each other and everybody has different experiences, you know? Yeah. So. So I've been a part of your online training since you started. I love that. I know. That makes me so happy. Thank you. I have watched that and you talk about like this culture that you've created and I do not talk about that lightly. You have literally changed the culture of the permanent makeup industry in that group that I mean how many members do you have at this point we almost have 400 but here's the thing it's really not me that's changing the culture it's these women who are coming into the group who have these also positive abundant mindsets and I feel like they're attracting that you know they're inviting their friends who have the same mindset and so I think that's really what has made the difference but at the same time you're also holding space for those women yes and so you started it and you hold that space for those women and they it's the space that you created. Yeah, I, all it's really cool. And they feel Thanks, it, guys. so they bring in the people that will have that same. I have found myself on feeds or tagged in feeds on other permanent makeup, you know, Facebook groups and yeah. things like that. And they do get ruthless. And it does get really hard to see and really hard to read. I have to step back from all of that and remember that there are other sides of the industry and I love going on your page because I can always feel that higher that higher vibration yes it makes me so happy of like support and unity and like like Melissa said you holding a space for that many people to be educated encouraged and like you said like you don't allow that you give like a zero tolerance for competitive you know mean I don't know (laughs) yeah no totally and so it isn't easy I think of it and I get exhausted (laughs) I don't know how you it's amazing what you've created so don't at least we won't let you downplay it you can downplay it all you want but I think (laughs) thanks for believing in me amazing it's been a fun journey I'm so glad that I did it because now I've made so many friends in the industry and yeah I just feel way more like this loving support system that I had never had before and that's how it should be yeah you know? so when you were first putting yourself out there I mean talk to us about your fears you had wrote a couple of things down in our little questionnaire that we gave you about yeah. times you wanted to quit when you first launched your online training oh yeah oh man I mean I think that for me uh initially I was hopeful that people would want to join and you know that they would see my vision of what I was trying to create Um, but I definitely, every time we would launch a video, even still every time we launch a video, I get so nervous (laughs) because I want people to feel like they're getting their money's worth. Number one, I want them to feel like they're getting the education that they need. And so in the beginning, I did want to quit so many times. I remember we had had like 40 members and we were on this drive home from the gym and I was like bawling, telling Derek, I just felt so a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt a lot of pressure to make sure the training was great and I was providing the best and I was crying like, babe, like I don't want to do this anymore. Like it's just too much. And he's like, you're crazy. Like, why would you stop? You know, people are loving this. I feel like he's always my hype team. Like, yes. You I know, love yeah. I love that. That's so awesome. he's always pumping me up. I feel like there's been multiple times throughout and you know, people probably don't see that from the outside. Um, and I probably should be more vulnerable about that kind of stuff in my group and talk about it. Um, talk about Derek or no talk or about my fears feel. okay yeah and of how I wanted to quit in the beginning but now I mean my fears now are mostly revolving around like okay how can I you know I want to continue furthering my education so that I can make sure that everybody is getting what they're hoping for and yeah. what they're wanting mm-hmm. 
So those are, and also it's, you know, putting yourself out there and marketing yourself, hoping that people like you or, <laughs> yes. you know, you just can't think about that kind of stuff. So yeah. I really just try to be myself and put the rest, give it to God. Yeah. and Yeah, totally. Yeah. I personally like watching your videos and watching you launch and going through all that. I never would have guessed that you had moments where you felt insecure or worried or, you know, and I think it's. I think that's just a gift you have of just your confidence and the way you put yourself out there. And I really appreciate you being vulnerable about it because I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to put themselves out there and wonder if it's like normal for them to feel insecure yeah. about yeah. you know, what oh they're putting gosh. out online. And do so, it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I feel like I was so worried I was going to fail or nobody would sign up and I would look like a fool and, you know, all my friends and family and they'd, oh, I'm good try Lexi you know but the thing is I feel like if you just are consistent you keep going even if it's slowly growing it's still growing and even if it's not growing and it's just steady like you can be happy with that too whatever you're launching or putting out there I love that yeah it's definitely been a huge lift for the industry I think one of the reasons that the beauty industry going back to like that advancement that's happening so quickly is because so many people in our generation have a more abundant mindset Yes. and are sharing their tips and tricks and are sharing the product and are shouting out from the rooftops like everyone use this pigment it's amazing totally. or use Lexi's blades they're a game changer or yeah. you know there's just so much that I think and when I first opened my salon eight years ago I remember asking like other salon owners like reaching out like hey you know I would call we didn't really have Instagram <laughs> at the time and <laughs> but I was I was like hey you know can you tell me what software you use for scheduling or can you tell me what product line you're using? I'm not a hairstylist. I'm opening a salon. And I got rejected so oh often. Oh, my gosh. Just because it's like, yeah. you know what? I can't really share that with you. You're considered in my boundary of competition. Or, you know, I wish you the best, but I can't give you that information. And That's I just crazy. felt lost yeah. a lot of the time when I was building my career in the industry at first. And I think Instagram has created a platform for all of us to realize that, like, we really can have an abundant mindset like 100 percent think of how far so because everybody's had that abundant mindset like how much better and how far the beauty industry has come like it would not be here today if there wasn't people that started having that abundant mindset well like we'd still be doing like purple and blonde (laughs) highlights like kelly clarkson oh my gosh i really feel like it would not be where it is today if totally. people were not sharing their talents and I agree, you know everything, and brows would not look like they look mm-hmm. like today if people didn't continue to share what they were learning. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And so creating that and being like, okay, everybody in this group, because Lexi, I mean, me being a part of that group. For those of you that don't know Lexi, she really does have this. She gives everything in what she does. So her training is filled with everything you know. She does not withhold anything. Yeah. Everything you have, you give to your students, your marketing advice, and you're also very real about what you don't know and help others to step up and like advance the group too. I think it's really cool. Everything in all what you've created in that online group. So really Thank quick, just to like give my little, like, <laughs> I'm a part of that group and I will always be a part of it. And I as a permanent makeup artist, I'm so grateful that you started it because I feel like the industry was in a place where it was lost, like where blurry results were happening. And like the tiniest tips and tricks were, you know, we we had here and there, but not fully. So everyone was getting blurry results or blue brows or healed. You know, we yeah, talked yeah, about the totally. first results we've gotten in the oh, industry yeah. Oh, yeah. and we were lost. I mean, I was hungry. It's like so thirsty for any tips I could get from YouTube or artists that would respond back to me. So it's just cool that you created this space where like so much confidence came into all of us and you did not withhold anything. And anyway, it's just well, super yeah. cool. So thank you for creating that. Even yeah. for me as an artist, I've learned so much from you. And I know every student I teach, I refer to your online training. Well, you're second best. I love you. I don't think people understand, like, how full circle it comes back to the person that puts that out there and is willing to, like, give all the information that you know to everybody. Like, it comes full circle, and it helps you and your success. And then more people want to come to you because they know that you're not going to be like, 
withholding anything from them and yeah, yeah. totally well I'm, I'm grateful for all my students who or everybody who's joined the training who's trusted me and just like jumped on the wild ride people who've been with me from the beginning like it's gotten better and better I hope mm -hmm. so yeah no I'm grateful for everybody who's just trusted me and one is getting even better. You're you're going to be advancing into tiers, right? And adding machine training and yes, I'm so excited. So it's gonna be a big deal. Yes. machines everything. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it's become so it. fun. Yes. yes, good. So yeah, stay tuned for that for all of her already online students, but also for those joining. She's adding tiers and all these other new trainings and things like that to your online group, which is really exciting. Um, as we get into that next. I really wanted to talk about, just because, you know, as we talk about your online training and the confidence it brings people, I want to talk about, like, the reason you feel like people are failing in the industry. Like, when you see so... I, I personally do see a lot of artists start and then quit. Mm -hmm. And we kind of touched on this, but, like, in your opinion, what would you say is the reason that's happening? Um, I think people who start look at people who are already successful and just think it's easy for them, you know? Like oh, they're in a better demographic, they, you know, oh, they did brows before this, you know, maybe brow shaping, or... I just think that if in your mind you're thinking those things, you've, you've already quit, you know, in a, in a sense, just because it's easy if you think those thoughts to just one thing after another, like, oh, this person's better than me, they put themselves out there more. Um, so I think that people just expect it to be easy, but... Like I was saying in the beginning, I feel like if you go in with the mindset like, hey, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be totally worth it. And you, you cannot be afraid to put yourself out there. That's what I've learned is like on social media is what I'm saying. You know, you can't be afraid to get on your stories and show your face and you can't be afraid to, you know, tell people what sets you apart from another person because that's what people want to know you. They want to know you as an artist and that's what's going to make them come to you as a client. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that going in, that this isn't just you know, you're learning how to do microblading, but now you own your own business, you know? You're a business owner, and now you have to all of a sudden be a master at Instagram and social media. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> like, and on top of that, just there's so many things that come into it. I feel like it's a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you also have to know, okay, I need to invest in continued education because the very, when you get certified, that's just the beginning of it. So if you go in with the mindset, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in, this is the start of it, then I'm going to find different artists, I'm going to start shadowing them or mm -hmm. I'm going to um, you know I, I saw someone awesome she posted on Instagram uh, party Brooke Callahan it I'm forgetting her name right now um, on Instagram but she was saying that she had all of her friends come over for like a mapping party a brow party and she mapped them all for free just to practice I love that and I'm awesome. like that is what I'm talking about <laughs> yes. right there you know yeah. you're just hustling you got to get it so well, and you're a testament to that. I think some people think they've learned all they can learn and, and they like kind of plateau. And you, like we read in your intro, are a 10 times certified PMU artist. It's not like you took your first course and you're like, okay, I'm a pro now and this is this. You know, yeah. I think the potential to make good money in this industry should push people to realize that they can be successful in a way they didn't imagine if they yes. continue to stick with it. Right. took more classes, found people that inspire them, learned from them, mm -hmm. and all of that. I think it's just like anything, you know, people, I even saw this with the gym, before I started going to the gym, I see my husband, he's going every morning, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so hard, and he's getting fit, and I didn't want to do it, and I thought it was easy for him, and he's like, no, it's not easy for me, like I still wake up every morning, I don't want to get out of bed, mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, push off the alarm, but I think that it's just the little things that you got to be consistent in, and yeah. then it'll just add up. Mm-hmm. And I think the sure. comparison thing that she brought up too is like, it's easy to think, oh, well, it just came naturally for her. Like yes. it didn't, I had to practice my butt off. You I was not compare. good at this. Like, yeah. I think if anyone goes back and looks at any of our first pictures in my career, right? they'd oh be my like, gosh. uh, what? And yeah. you can, you can scroll to the bottom <laughs> you of can, mine. You <laughs> my very first brows are on there at the bottom and I'm like, I'm not deleting them. <laughs> yeah, no, never. <laughs> You're like, ooh, cute. <laughs> it's good to see where you started from. It is. Totally. And, and that you stuck with it because I think... Right now, people do get discouraged and scared to put themselves out there, but you have to. You it's have just part to. of the beauty yeah. industry to be successful. Instagram is my business. Yes. And I've, there's, like, so many resources now. Like, you can 
like YouTube is the new Google and yes. you can find out how to do anything. I'm not saying go watch a YouTube video on microblading. <laughs> I'm saying like when it comes to like, like you said, when you start microblading, you have to learn how to do like marketing and yeah. like the Instagram things, how to make stories cute, how to take better pictures. And you can find like all of that on it on YouTube. Yes. Like, you totally. just YouTube how to make my stories look better, how to market, how to anything you can find on there. So there's mm-hmm. like, it's like, there's not an excuse no. to like hold yourself back. No, yeah, totally. hold yourself back. I mean, even for Instagram yeah. stories, like, you know, I would see all these people doing it and it was helping their business. I'm like, I gotta get my face on there. But it was so awkward for me to start talking on it. I think that, like I said, people just see people who are already successful and assume that everything was easy for them. Like it came naturally. Yeah, yeah. that it was all just like so you didn't natural. have moments where you wanted to quit or felt in, like, no. inadequate. Or, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, and I messed up so many brows. Like, I'm sorry, like past life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I made so many mistakes and I feel yeah. like if I would have let those mistakes get me down and you know and they did I mean they did get me down and they wrecked me to the point where I was like should I even be doing this but you know then my husband's like you got this like just try yes. again yeah. um, thank god for the loyal clients too that come back yes like, oh my gosh I'm like you're <laughs> back I can redeem myself thank and, you yes. and for the girls that do microblade that own it and they continue to take care of their clients yes. as they're learning yes that is huge totally. I cannot believe some of the people in the, in the beauty industry that screw up and they don't take care of their clients. Like they'll stop right. responding like, to their messages or texts, and it's like so take accountability. Yes, we yes. all have a like learning process. It wasn't the aftercare. Yeah. No, <laughs> it wasn't the aftercare. <laughs> yes. I tilted my blade. Like, right. So yes, yeah. I think there's. A, and going back, so Melissa, I think she is. She's she's been the manager of the salon and now the owner of the salon. So um, yes, I know she's gonna kill it, <laughs> and she is amazing with this. So there's girls from, you know, that are really shy that work at the salon. When you have, you know, 20, 30 employees, I think it can be, you know, everyone's got a different personality. Some people are really good at talking to clients. Some people aren't. Some people are good at consultations. Some people aren't. And one thing that Melissa's brought into the salon that I love is like when anyone, for example, if somebody's really shy and has a problem like connecting with their client, she gives them a YouTube video, how to connect better with clients, how to talk to people, how to do a consultation um, as a hairstylist. Like everything you need to learn is on there. So my very first interview I did for our podcast, I was literally in my Uber watching a YouTube video, how to interview on a podcast. (laughs) I mean, you have to start somewhere. And it's like, where are you going to... I mean, we have it at our fingertips. There's like no reason not to try to learn something that you don't feel confident right. in. Yeah, I so, love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all yeah. have our different strengths and weaknesses, but then the weaknesses we can turn into strengths because it's at our fingertips. So totally. I love that you totally. brought that up. Yeah. But yeah, so then I, um, you brought up Derek. So yeah. he's such a badass. I love your husband. He's I become such him. a good friend. I love him. Um, I really want to talk about, so he's your business partner. He is. So what yes. part does he play in your business? So, um, he, we basically do the business half and half now. Um, he manages all the product. So, you know, he's the guy who's shipping out all the boxes and fulfilling all the orders, which makes me so happy that like we can do this together. Yes. And then he's Mm -hmm. also the videographer. So for my online training with all the videos and everything, he's the guy that's filming it all and editing, which makes me so proud because he's such a good job. Uh, he's done, he's just done so well. And at first, you know, he was learning because it's not like he was a videographer before. I was going to ask you, like, how did he learn how to do right. all that? Did he YouTube it? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, he had done like photography in high school, but then he yeah. had a good friend who did videography. So he was like kind enough to show him, okay, this is how you like edit it. And um, you know, we invested in some cheaper gear and now we luckily have nicer stuff. So the videos are better, but yeah, he's just same thing like YouTube and researching stuff, but he's become better. So it's fun to be able to do, um, to co-parent and to also have the same goals for our business. It's united our marriage a lot. And of course we have arguments and have our tiffs and I'm, I'm the one, I'm the problem here. Okay. <laughs> He's really patient and loving, but I'm glad that we can do it together. Yes. No, you guys are such a power couple. I really admire your relationship, you and your business relationship and your home relationship. Just being like a friend on the outside too, seeing even your more personal relationship and the love you've developed, it's really admirable. So I love it. What made you guys, guys, uh, how did you guys decide that you wanted to do that together? 
Um, so when we were in San Diego and I had launched the online training, I was, you know, we had him start to video it a little bit here and there. And then when we decided to move back to St. George, we're like, well, let's just have you do it with me because things were getting busier and we would have had to hire someone else, especially once we launched our product line. We kind of just wanted to jump all in. Yes. And, you know, having crew that brings in a different dynamic too. We wanted to be able to you know, Derek watches him sometimes, I watch him sometimes, sometimes our nanny watches him. So it's a little bit of everything, but we wanted to be able to be together as a family a lot. And mm-hmm. it just became his passion. Like videography became his passion. The business became his passion because for a while it was just mine. Yeah. So once it became his and he had goals and dreams for it too, that's when it got fun. I that's love that. Yeah. I actually can relate to that just in the sense that like the salon was always my passion. It was yeah. my salon, my my clients, my microblading online, or just trainings and all of that. And he, um, McKinley always had a separate job. And then now he's Mr. Beleza and he's like Love part it. of my Beleza project. Yes. And there's nothing cooler than watching my passion become his passion. Yes. So I love I love that. It's a it, fun turning point. Yeah, it is a fun turning point. And some people probably have thought like, oh, I wonder if, you know, McKinley's giving up like something he wants to do to do what she's doing. But he always explains it as just like the coolest thing where he's all, I genuinely feel so passionate about what she does. I mean, he could tell you anything about microblading, the beauty yes. industry, hair, the salon, the business. <laughs> Those guys could do yes, microblading they probably. <laughs> they probably should actually. Probably. <laughs> but um, I just think it's cool to watch because it's not like we planned that, but I also didn't plan on doing permanent makeup either, you yeah. know? So I think so true. you kind of just have to be open as opportunities yeah. arise and like just roll with it. be a team. Yeah. yeah. So you talk about you and Derek and, you know, your partnership and how it launched and all that. So I think something that I like talking about a lot and Melissa and me talk about a lot is the fact that we don't really feel like balance exists. But what we do try to create for our families being working mothers is like a healthy structure. Yeah. So we kind of want to go into that. Like, how are you not balancing, but like, how are you creating healthy structure in your life for those out there who are also trying to create this like, okay, I want to work and I want to also be a mom and I want to have it all. So what is it that you, what advice would you give or how do you do it? I mean, first off, definitely still figuring it out and always will be figuring it out. I feel like it's a process and life is always like changing with how busy we are. But um, for us, the first thing I've had to get really good at saying no, you know, to things like, that don't. I have a really hard time saying no. I'm such yeah. a yes man. Such a hard time. <laughs> it's hard not to be. I mean, we want to always please people, of course, but mm-hmm. I've had to become good at saying no so that I can. I think time boundaries, that's what it is. It's like, I've become super good at setting my time boundaries. Like this is what I have available for clients and that's it. Like I can't get anybody else in even if like, this is the only day I can come. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, let's like keep a lookout on my schedule. It's been, you're always (laughs) giving me that advice. And I just like, I try to squeeze in every single, and it really creates a really unhealthy. Yes. It's hard. I, yeah. I'm not I a nice person when I don't have boundaries for myself. You know, when I when I'm working too much, then I have all this mom guilt and then then I feel terrible. And then if I, you know, don't set my boundaries and I don't get to be with crew or I don't be get to be with Derek, then I'm depressed. So I'm like, okay, I have to find a good balance where yes, I love my job and I love working, but then also I want to be a mom, you know? Totally. So I don't, I usually don't work until like 12 or one o'clock. So that way I always have my mornings with crew. Oh, and for that. me, like I always start the day off with me. I go yeah. to the gym, you know, so that way it can, like, focus on me. And I feel like that helps me start my day. Got to get the endorphins. Like, yes. Like, Legally Blonde, happy people have endorphins and, <laughs> and what's the same? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, endorphins make about. you happy and yes. happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> I noticed that, like, when I don't set boundaries for myself, I start getting mad at other people. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, my fault. I'm like... Like you're overworked to everything, and then I start getting upset at my kids, and I start like resenting everyone, right? Mad at employees and all. That is not their fault. It is because I did not set boundaries for myself. It's nobody's fault but mine. Yeah, yes. And I also I like need to remind myself like to write things down and like have a calendar. Like we've just started. Me and Melissa both 
have just started like, okay, so Tuesday's podcast day and Thursday's client day and, you know, we're yeah. trying to create content. Day. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit better about that yes. because you're always giving me that advice to like, Janelle, stop fitting everyone <laughs> in. And I'm like, oh, you're coming from out of state? Like, yes, I'll do it Sunday. I mean, I, when I, I do worst. that. I do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, it comes yeah. down. <laughs> it's hard not to want to accommodate everyone that's like inspired by your work or wants yeah. to yeah. be a part of what you're creating. And that's where I think you're right that I can relate to both of you in that sense where I'm like, okay, I'm not my best self when I am with Knox if I'm overwhelmed yeah. or yeah. depleted. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like yeah. something Derek and I started doing recently that's helped so much is we do like Sunday planning and we'll plan out our whole week, like by the hour. And we both have Google calendars. We've done this for a while. So like my Google calendars on his phone and vice versa. So we can see like by the hour exactly, okay, what am I doing? What are you doing? I feel like it yeah. helps us organize our days. But yeah, the, the planning has helped because then we'll like set goals and I don't know. It's helped us a lot. Because yeah. beforehand, it was just like this cluster, and then we're getting frustrated at each other. So. And like, I did too tell you, McKinley, like, right? this, and <laughs> I did tell you that I'm going this week. This happened just for this interview. I'm like, I did tell you I'm going to St. George for the interview. He's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> I swear I did. <laughs> You're like, in my brain, I told you. I'm like, I'll be in St. George. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I remember you telling him that. Thank you. I'm <laughs> McKinley. <laughs> Hello. Hello in there. <laughs> I was there. I remember her telling you. I have a witness. Oh she gosh. might be my best friend, but she and she'd have my back no matter what. Right. No, but really though, I think that's actually a really good idea. I I think both of us I, like, would benefit from doing and do that. it now. We're like Cole McKinley. We will be having weekly meetings. <laughs> right. Seriously, it's such a good idea. Like, Cole does that to me all the time, too. Well, you it sounds so serious. Like, it sounds so serious to do a meeting. But I feel like since we work together, we have to, like, have yes. a business meeting. And so yeah. now we've just, you know, with my assistant, we've started to be like, okay, like, I'll call her after the meeting and tell her what her tasks are for the week. Because I am not an organized person. Right. Like, either. naturally, I am the most scatterbrained. It's just a cluster. So... I, I look at I look at my brain and I'm like, how have I even accomplished what I have? Yeah, I'm all, what? Like, if anybody was in there, people, they would wonder. I actually think when people get to know me, they're like confused. Yeah, <laughs> like how did you do this? I'm like, I don't even know. My dad tells me that all the time. He's like, I don't know how you run a business. I'm like, well, it's worked out <laughs> fine so far, Dad. Okay. This <laughs> one thing that I didn't anticipate, like bringing McKinley on, was like how the transition of us working together we've had to seriously start saying like okay i'm going to talk to you as a business partner right now or yeah, Derek and okay I need to do that. i'm talking to you like a husband right now like it, because i really do think it can get there's like a contention that can Ooh, start can when you're like coming at him about like hey this was supposed to be done like what do i do now or mm-hmm. did you forget to do that or and i don't want to feel like i'm nagging ever with right. my husband but then he also does the same to me like hey you never got me that information i need this so when I'm needing him to be like my husband, I'm like, okay, we need to like solidify who are you talking to right now? Yes. <laughs> like, business no. Janelle or like your wife, Janelle. <laughs> I don't know. It's harder said than done though. We always it say is. that we're going to do that. He's like, can you just tell me and then sit me down? But I'm, so, <laughs> I'm such a, when I think it, I say it kind of person. So yeah. I mean, we'll always be working on it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think it's something that we're constantly, but the fact that we're working on it right. and talking about it and totally. how to improve yeah. it helps. Little by yes. little. Because I do want to have it all. I do want to like pursue my passions and my dreams and my goals. And I want to be a mom. And I want to have a badass relationship with my husband because he's amazing and I love him. So I think just constantly trying to find healthy structure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate the word balance. I do. I I don't think there's. It's a nice thought. It is a good thought. thought It feels feels pretty. It feels nice. (laughs) I can do this. I can balance like everything. It feels so good, but it's. But there's always stuff that comes up. There's mm-hmm. always going to be outside family things that pull you. There's always going to be different avenues that you'll take opportunity-wise that come in. And I just think it's important to realize, like, balance isn't, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah, realistic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think healthy structure is something to work for on a daily basis more than balance is mm-hmm. because who the hell even has balance? No, yeah. and that's the thing. I think it's easy to look at other people in their lives or people in the industry who are successful and think, oh, my gosh, like – how do they do it all must be so organized it's probably just (laughs) as chaotic as your life is you know like yeah yeah i I totally and a lot of people at that point have gotten to gotten to a point where they can have assistance and like hire people to help Mm -hmm. them so it's like 
Of course. They're like, they have people helping them. And I think a lot of people actually don't say that out loud. Right. Like, they won't say. My nanny. They're afraid of that stigma. I actually, like, clients will ask me when I'm doing their hair, so like, who's watching your kids? I'm like, oh, my nanny. And I still feel guilt about it. Yeah. I, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. And it's like... I actually feel really good about my kids being with a nanny. Same. Like, so good. Well, he's... my In my experience, I don't feel a lot of mom guilt, personally, but I do feel like that's a normal... Like, a lot of women feel that. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't feel that. Yeah. I mean, what... He's with somebody that's taking care of him, that or them. Yes. <laughs> and I don't think moms should feel guilty ever for having a life outside of being a mom. Yeah. I think... I don't, I'm not living Knox's life. He also needs his own personal experiences and his own personal journey. And I don't know how that might sound to some people, but he's also his own little person right, who right. will have his own experiences. And I love that there's other people besides yeah. just his parents mm-hmm. that get to influence him and teach him and give him social skills. Mm-hmm. I don't totally. know. The more people to love your kids, the better. The better. Yes. <laughs> agree. Amen. Never be Amen. More, there can never be too much Yes. Love. I love that. I totally, totally agree. Um, Okay, so thank you for touching on all of that because I think um, being a woman, working, and all of that is something that sometimes has a stigma behind it, sometimes doesn't, but Mm -hmm. I really love talking about it all the time because I think it's important that we bring a better understanding to perspective. Totally. Thank you for being real, too, because for both... For all of us, talking about even having a nanny or having help outside or assistance and stuff can be um, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like Rachel Hollis talks about in one of her books, I don't. For any of you out there that haven't read read Rachel Hollis's books, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Freaking yeah. read them. <laughs> so yeah. it's girl wash your face and girl stop apologizing and they're life changing. Mm-hmm. But she does talk about that how like there's so many celebrities out there and people who when asked how do you do it all they're like um, I'm just really good at organizing or mm-hmm. when really it's like no you have like five people helping you yeah. like you have your husband you have your nanny you have your assistant you have Someone your cleaning your house your cl- yes. house you have your <laughs> chef Everything. that orders you order food from so she's just like we've got to stop being fake like perception is everything and it's easy to look perfect on Instagram like mm-hmm. but it's important to realize everyone has their back end yes <laughs> yeah. everyone is and having it's okay. help if you have help so anyway yeah I feel like I would be a wreck without my assistant who's my sister-in-law I mean it's worked out so nice to help me to answer all my emails and it's taken a job oh she's so awesome so it's taken such a load off my shoulders so that way I can be with crew you know when I get home from work and I think that for everybody in their business it's like the to where my business has gotten is because of even ideas from like you from friends like you're the one that gave me the ideas for the tiers that are going to be launching you know awesome like that needed to happen (laughs) yeah i mean i just think i'm just really grateful for everybody's support who's had the vision you Mm -hmm. know and for everybody else's business too i'm sure it's the same that people are helping them out with ideas and that's why it's so important to put yourself around other people that have the same mindset and goals as you and like what is that is it Rachel Hollis I can't remember what book it was but they were saying to put yourself around people that are like that you think are more successful than you or like bigger than you she talks about that all the time because then you're gonna level up to their to their level like you're all just like helping each other yes like get up to where you need to be but when you're around like those frequent those people that are in the low frequency that are okay with where they're at and they are never gonna change and they're never gonna they don't want to do anything different ever Mm -hmm. you start you start feeling that yourself. You're Stuck. Like, um, yes. Okay, I'm I'm fine here. Mm-hmm. Like, but why not move up to the next thing? Yeah. I like mean, evolve. Evolve. And those people that have evolved that are, up, you know, that you feel are, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Well, not like, better than you. But, just inspire you. She yeah. talks about like if you're the most inspiring and motivated person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Like you need to find yes, people who yeah. motivate and inspire you. Yeah. And like I totally agree with yeah. that. And I feel like because you and I, I mean, we've only been friends for not even a year because we met through Instagram I know it is so weird but I feel like I have gained such uh support from you and I feel like you're actually invested in my business and you want me to be successful you know and it's a Janelle everybody (laughs) needs a Janelle (laughs) seriously I feel the same way about both of you like I could not be where I am without having the people that are by my side and I am attracted 
you know, I was determined to have both of you be my best friends and I made it happen. So yes. in the end, I can feel what what's going to help me go to the next level. And I do attract those people into my life. And you're both that. I so, love that. Well, I'm glad that you popped on in because <laughs> I'm all, um, so you're going to be my best friend now. I was like, done. <laughs> Let's do this. We should go to lunch. Yes. So, but yes, and I do think it's important to continue to evolve and realize that it's okay to change in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get stuck in this idea that like, what if people think I'm different or like changing or, you know, that's the point. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just think we're all meant to evolve. I just am so inspired by women in general right now. I think there's a movement of like I think so acceptance yeah. and motivation and support mm-hmm. that is happening mm-hmm. between women. That's so cool to see. So yeah. well, I feel like growing up, we all thought to ourselves, we had this vision for ourselves, like, okay, you know, this is who I'm going to be, and this is gonna, what I'm gonna do, going to do, and you know, we had it down on paper. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, for me, my life has definitely gone different than I would have ever expected, but. I'm so happy with where it ended up and like with the change that has happened. But I think that um, it's been nice to have friends who also like you, who are working moms and understand where I'm coming from because it helps me feel like, okay, like even though this might be different from what I expected for my life, um, I'm so grateful. And it, it excites me and gives me such passion and it's what... And I'm grateful for a husband who also supports me in that. Yeah, and absolutely. that he wants me to follow my passions and my dreams. So Yeah. And it's great for people to like see you through that and grow with you and like not expect you to stay at one point. Yeah. Like I met you here, you were like this, and they evolve with you and they watch you evolve and they get excited when you involve or evolve. That's the kind of friends you want. You yes. want people to like celebrate you leveling up and celebrate you changing and Along the way, I have, you know, not even on purpose, but just outgrown different friendships or relationships in my life, and not even, like, in a vocal sense or, like, a tangible moment when it happened. It just kind of happens, and I'm I'm become very accepting of that. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, weird. I haven't really talked to that person in a while, but, you know, like, I'm going to trust this process of evolving and realize that, like, I also wish the best for everyone that comes into my life. Um, Daniel Mason Jones, I don't know. If you guys don't know him, go follow him. I'm always, like, plugging. But, like, he talks about how in life people are, like, a tree for us. Like, there's some of those people that come into our life are, like, roots, and others are, like, branches, and others are, like, leaves. And we have to, like, honor whatever they're meant to be and not try to force a relationship to be in our life longer than it's supposed to. If the leaf falls, you let it fall and move on. And hmm. like you kind of have to just naturally let yourself progress in your relationships and stuff. And it is hard because I'm such a like, oh, when somebody comes into my life, they stay in my life forever type of a person. Yeah. I get really attached. But I've also learned to just like, I don't know, have that space of acceptance and trust that the people that go in and out are meant to be yeah. in and out. And it was like a season. Like trees yes. have seasons. Yes. And yeah. those seasons the leaves fall away and it's okay. He has such a way of saying things that that I'm always like, oh. I know, so so like, life bulb. (laughs) He's so good. Um, Like, just in closing, as we, like, wrap up, I just want to say, like, how, you know, one of the reasons me and Melissa are attracted to you is because of the light you have and the inspiration and the desire you have to, like, help others. I think it's very obvious to anyone that follows you or that has the opportunity to run across your page or that's part of your group to, I don't know, it's impossible for them not to feel your light. And I just hope you know how much you glow and I hope you know like how proud I am of you like as a friend but also as somebody that inspires me in the industry. I'm like getting emotional. I know me too. I'm like, what the heck? heck? I freaking love you. I just really want you to know that because you are light out there. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel like I love you and right back at you seriously I feel so grateful for our friendship and you know now being able to meet you too Melissa in person and <laughs> like it's so epic I felt like I was like setting up my I know blinding um so you guys are gonna be best friends too <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> I think that everybody I deserves success and to be yeah, happy yes. and everybody in the industry too like I want all my students to be successful yeah. even if you're in the same town I don't care you know yes. I think that we all deserve to be happy and follow our passion and if that's in the same industry bring it on come on in so <laughs> yes and that yeah. is that shows your abundant mindset shows in everything you're yeah. doing so thank you um before we wrap up i want to also make sure we talk about the things 
that you are launching. Because, girlfriend, you're about to have, like, an epic year. <laughs> I'm really excited for the things that are coming so up. So you launched, I want to go into just really quick, your product line. So tell us about why you launched your product line really quick. I feel like I'm going backwards, but I have to do this. Because <laughs> I need you to, like, plug this because it's game changer for everyone in the permanent makeup industry. Yes. No, I, so I first launched the blades, which I was so excited about because, um, I don't know, I was seeing in my own work, you know, if I was using a thicker blade, then the strokes were thicker and not healing as pretty over time. So, um, and then I was using a blade that I liked that was thinner, but then it would snag in the skin. So I really wanted something that like literally cut like butter, you know? Yes. Um, so that's why I came out with the blades that I did and created the ones that I did because, um, I just wanted my own work to improve and help other people in the group to see if they liked them. So that has been quite the journey and really exciting. I'm so grateful. Thank you everybody who buys my blades, um, for the Can support. Can we talk about that? Like you launched them how long ago? In April. In April. And like from last month to this month, like how have your sales been? Oh, they doubled from last <laughs> month. That's awesome. I'm so grateful, <laughs> you guys. Think, well, it's because of everybody. It's everybody on Instagram. They're all telling their friends. They're posting yeah. on Instagram. So if it wasn't a good product, we wouldn't be. So here's the thing. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for <laughs> loving the product. <laughs> Thank you for creating the best blades there are out there right now so that we all can share about it. And people aren't just sharing it because they like you. They share it because they freaking love the product. I'm so, so glad they do. We, I wanted to create the best. I would not launch something unless I personally felt that it was the best. Yes. Yes. I have a high standard for myself. I feel like I'm kind of perfectionist that way, but I was like, I want to have the best of the best products in the industry. I want everybody is worked to improve because of it. So that's what we launch is our blades first. And then we have three different kinds now. They're so sharp and thin. I'm, I'm obsessed. And um, we're going to be launching Aftercare by the end of the year. So that has been almost in the process for like nine months by Since the time before it, I started talking yeah, to you. Yeah. By the time it launches, it'll be over a year that we've been working on it. I've been wanting to make it perfect again. I want to launch it and have have it be everybody's favorite. Yeah, you know, She does not do yeah. anything halfway. No, and you better believe the packaging is going to be cute. <laughs> it's all about the packaging. <laughs> it's got to come in a cute bottle. I am a sucker oh, for packaging. It. Me too. I really am. <laughs> So yeah, I'm. That's what's coming next for product, and we're we're amped. Which is also really needed in the industry right now. Like we need a really solid aftercare product that mm -hmm. we can trust. You know the business and yeah, yeah. It's gonna have some good ingredients in it. So stay awesome. tuned. Stay tuned. So when do you think that's gonna launch? It'll be by the end of the year. Right now, um, we're in our last like uh, revision of the formula, and then we'll start bottling. I don't awesome. think people realize how much work goes into like I didn't making realize. a product. Yeah. Really, yeah. though? So much. Like years. So much time. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought that it would be, like, literally a two-month process. I remember going in and talking to the guys, to the manufacturers, and I was like, oh, yeah, so how, you know, how long is this going to take? And then now it's almost been a year, but I've come to have a respect for that, too, because mm -hmm. I want to do it right. Yeah. Well, then you're really proud of it. And yes. look at you launch. Everything you've launched because you've done that has created waves. Yeah. So... It's like a good business model, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And being patient. I think sometimes people do think, like, get discouraged when it takes longer than they think. Everything I've ever done, from, like, salon remodels to, like, launching curriculum to this podcast, everything. Oh, yeah. I announced too soon. Like, like <laughs> oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Like, there's so much that goes into it. And it does take time. But once you do it, it's, like, such an accomplishment. Yeah. There's such that feeling uh -huh. of, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So then you also are launching your tiers, which is, like... Perfect. Yes. So talk about that because up to this point, your training has specifically been for microblading. Right. Specifically been for microblading. So you're the one that gave me the ideas for the tears, <laughs> which I, I was so excited about. And we wanted to take it um, to the next level with machine brows. So tier two is going to be machine brows, just uh, adding another video for little tips and tricks. Um, and then also each tier that you go up, you'll get more discounts on my product. Um, and then the third tier, I am so stoked about this. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Will be for trainers in the industry, like doing trainers training, and we're going to be doing Zoom calls That's every awesome. month, um, being able to collaborate with each other and help each other's businesses grow. It's um, going to be. A game it's going to be epic. Yeah, I cannot wait. I can't wait for that one. I feel like there's a need for that. I feel like trainers, you know, we all do kind of help each other here and there through Instagram, but to have like a community. If also an abundant mindset, hey, there's plenty of people to train as well. Yes. You know. There's so many people mm -hmm. out there that I actually think should be training that aren't. So here's one thing, like one idea I have, and I'll just put it out there. But yeah. the better 
everyone gets at permanent makeup, the better the whole industry gets. 100%. The more successful everyone is in the industry, the more successful I am. The thing that always gets me, and this is like maybe like an unpopular opinion, but when people post bad work, like, oh, not my work, or hashtag, like really cap not letters. Not mine. Or, it's really easy to put others, it's a really easy way to market yourself, to put others down and like to make yourself look better. We can all Google a bad picture of microblading yeah. and say like, oh, not my work, make sure you do your research and come to me. But like to be able to realize that that doesn't help any of us. No. Like people see that picture and they're scared shitless to get their, their yeah. eyebrows done. Yeah. Like yeah. if anything, you're spreading more of a fear of like, for all those people that are on the edge, you're like, oh, what if it did? I just can't. Right. So I think the better everyone looks on Instagram, the better your pictures look, the, the more trainers that are out there that know what they're doing, the better the curriculum is, the better we all do. And I think that's something that like not Amen. everyone gets. And so mm-hmm. when I look at your business and what it does for my business, I, of course, I'm going to push you in every way with like 100% abundant mindset, like go and make the industry so much better, train trainers, please push it all to the next level so that I can be more successful in turn. More people will want permanent makeup done. More people will see better work online. And we all go forward. Yeah. yeah. But I think people I don't that. understand the whole picture when they're posting these, like, do yeah. your research, come to me, pictures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just be a nice person. Yeah. yeah. Just we be all nice. started. We all somewhere. started. We were all somewhere. at the beginning. Yeah. I know. Like, Scroll down. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't delete it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, though. Really, though. Yeah. Nobody starts out a master. We're yeah. all just learning. We're all trying our best. I don't know everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I. Every, everybody's just trying to. But the cool thing yeah. is that you start where you are, Lexi, and you're like helping those. So that book, what book is that? Where it says you don't have to be the best to put yourself out there. You just have to be a, a chapter or two ahead of the people you're helping. When you told me that, it was seriously a light bulb. It's yeah. like you don't have to be the best. No. Mm-hmm. There's people that are like a chapter or two behind you that need you. Yeah. And so all of us need to realize there will always be a people, a chapter or two behind me. Yeah. And you know what, too? Me and Lexi, for example, in the permanent makeup industry and Melissa in the hair industry, we all are t- looking to the people that are better exactly. than us and taking their classes. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, why we go to courses. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so yeah. as much as we're putting ourselves out there, I'm not claiming to be the best. I'm right. just knowing that I have enough that I can help the people yeah. one mm-hmm. or two chapters behind me. Yes. And then I'm also being inspired and I'm not prideful in the fact that I do take from anyone that inspires me. And I take classes all the freaking time. I feel like yeah. you should be proud of that. It's something that I'm proud of, that I yeah. continue my education. I want my clients to know, hey, I want to provide the best. Yeah. And my students. I always want to be, you know, challenging myself and becoming better. Plus, there's something to learn from everybody. That's what's so great about the industry is that mm-hmm. we all, it's art. It yeah. is. You know? Yes. Everybody's style is unique and it's and different. And people go to your class and they don't leave like doing it just like you. They leave with these tips and tricks to then create their own yes. work and better their own work and their own art and yeah, anyway, just stay yeah. consistent. So, yes, okay, Lexi, we got way off track this. <laughs> just like, well, we should have known it was going to be like this. We all have ADD, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but, okay, so you are launching your tiers. That's coming up. Yeah. So, trainers, get ready to, like, yes, get have ready. confidence and more curriculum for your students and, like, to add in a lot of confidence. Um, then the other thing is you are launching your aftercare. I swear there's another thing. Oh, and you just launched machine classes. So do that. Talk about that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that. It's been a year now since I have been, you know, perfecting my machine craft and I have fallen in love with it. So yeah, I can't wait to start my beginner courses and my little tips online. (laughs) Like I've been surprised how long it's taken for you to do that. I think I've been encouraging you for a while. You did my brows like forever ago with machine and they're like perfection so I'm always like Lexi like you need to be teaching machine it's everything like so you guys she really practice what she preaches because you do machine courses so I love doing machine machines so fun yeah it'll it'll be awesome so I'm excited to add something new and it'll just be it'll be great another element yeah, we're yeah, sitting in Lexi's studio that she just opened it's beautiful last month I was like so determined cute. that she should do a grand opening and she <laughs> was like no no and I'm like we need a party like what do we do for this because it's a big deal and like set up a secret opening <laughs> <laughs> like, <surprise. laughs> like 
surprise. Can I make you do it? So we're going to do that now that oh, you know. Perfect. It's like a surprise. <laughs> All these people start walking in the door. <laughs> but really, I don't think people realize how much it takes to open a space. And I do. I actually get got emotional when at one point, like talking to you about your space opening, because I do know what it takes to open a salon. And people don't realize down from the couches to like the plants to the bathroom, toilet you know what I mean like there's just so much that goes into it and people look around like oh a few pictures are on the wall no it's like a huge investment and it's so scary to sign your name on a lease yeah Yeah, totally so congratulations thank you oh my gosh I'm so happy for you I feel like you haven't even talked about that really a ton and like really recognize the fact that like this space this that we're space. in right now is freaking yours i need to keep you guys around I need, i'm just gonna call you up every day okay tell me some nice things whatever i'm feeling low <laughs> well just listen to the podcast like you're hyping me up way too much right now you're but not though this that's is the huge. thing that me and melissa were huge. talking about this morning is yeah. we're like like literally we're we don't have to hype you up like i didn't add any other sentences in there of like Okay, drum roll, because you speak for yourself. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, so yes, the fact that we got to showcase you on here is just yeah. Like a I love this. This was so. fun. I was nervous, but then it's just exciting. So thanks for having me yeah. on. I seriously feel honored. I I'm just glad that we we're able to talk about all things that we did. So yeah. where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, I'm at browse by Lexi Bowler, and on line just bowleraesthetics.com. Perfect. With the, not with an A, just with an E. Bowler Aesthetics. And will they be able to sign up for your courses and all that? On yeah, website? yeah. Everything for my courses, you can sign up online. Um, when you go to my Instagram, there's even information on there. So, yeah. Sweet. That's Come awesome. follow along. Okay. Well, I think we did it. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Thank you, you guys so are much so for awesome. meeting us. Hey, guys. So glad you're listening in. If you got anything out of this episode, felt inspired, or felt any breakthroughs, we ask you to share our podcast with your buds. Once again, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Blaze of Babes podcast.